Hello podcast listeners, welcome back to Youth and the Youthful. I'm your host, Sweet Pea. And I'm Mommy. How are you, how are you doing, Mommy? I'm good, I'm good. Um, I'm tired, a little tired. Um, have a busy week ahead, you know, we have gone back to the office two days, and my days are Monday and Fridays. I have a lot to do tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I'm good, and I'm good. Mm-hmm. How are yeah. you? I'm okay tired too have to go to work tomorrow go back into the office um and yeah i don't know just getting through life trying to take it day by day not trying to psych myself out with all the stuff that's going on because there's just always something to be doing and stuff happening and yeah that's the joy of living though you know we have this conversation all the time it's like that that's what life is all about you know, it's it's about doing. It's about doing, being. And like yesterday, I did nothing. Mm-hmm. I stayed in the bed all day and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And then you get up and you do. And I just, that's what life is all about, doing. Because when you're dead, <laughs> not much you're going to be doing on this side, that's for sure. Well, this side, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so July 4th was last weekend. We spent some time with the family. Mm-hmm. We had a barbecue. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Um, we came back from upstate mm-hmm. and we were back home going back to work. Yeah, that was back a great the, two weeks. Yeah, it was such a good two. And that's my thing. Like, it's interesting because, um, talking to people about like moving out of New York and stuff mm-hmm. and they're like well how long have you actually stayed in a place and granted like upstate is New York mm-hmm. and we're with family but I could I really could just see myself getting out of the city mm-hmm. like I want to see trees when I drive down the highway like that kind of thing mm-hmm. but then the question is how long how long will that like oh my gosh I love this last mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean hope I'm thinking it'll last long because yeah, I, I, that's I guess, what I want. I guess you're right. And I was going to say it really all matters about what it is that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're looking for the space and you're looking for quiet and trees and nature, then that, you know, unless the environment changes, the world changes, that will always be there. Mm-hmm. But I guess what the, the question is, how long will that be of importance to you when, where it won't become like, oh, shoot, like here in New York, like. Some people who have never, <clears throat> excuse me, met, went to the Statue of Liberty or went to, you know, been in all of Central Park. Like these things become like old shoe to us. It's like, oh, yeah, because we're in New York. Mm-hmm. So for yourself, you just have to keep it something. You have to keep it fresh. You have to keep it a passion about it so it can still be a newness every day as opposed to being, oh, yeah, now I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's hard. It's really, well, it's hard for me, um, because, like, Statue of Liberty, yeah, there's, like, stuff on my list of things I want to do, and I was able to do that, and it was great, but, I don't know, I think I'm looking for that, like, feeling that I had a a long time ago about doing new things, going to new places in, in the city, that was just so exciting and, like, so great and so happy to check off the list. Now I do stuff, and I'm like, okay, that was cool. What's the next day? Like, I, I, I'm not, like, enjoying it as much. Well, again, that doesn't have anything to do with New York. That has to do with Ugh. you. <laughs> I mean, the, yes. New York but... hasn't changed. The restaurants haven't changed. The yeah, that's excitement, the problem. No, I'm so The attractions <laughs> haven't changed. It's you that's changed. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, I need to get out. Well, I did, you know, that whole saying that, you know, wherever wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is... Is an important saying because whatever it is that you're seeking, whether it's an entertainment or in space or area, you have to know that it's inside of you that is the the fulfillment. Inside of you is the happiness. Inside mm-hmm. of you is whatever it is that you're looking for, and that a place or a restaurant or a you know a tree line highway is not the thing that's going to give that to you. Yeah, that's hard. What's hard coming to that realization? Getting there, because like if you're in a pl- being in a place that like I'm not happy, right? And the happiness doesn't come from the place. Happiness comes from within. But like, 
I don't know. I feel like I've at least I've seen online people like get out of certain states or mm-hmm. countries or whatever, and like they're happier than when when they were other places. They could be happier, but again, like you were saying, you're wondering when that's going to get old or when that excitement or that if it passion would, passes. It might not. It might not. But so, for me, you have to create that. You have to that happiness and seeing it anew by not letting it get old, by not saying, oh, you know, it's the same old thing. You have to you have to create that newness. It's like it's like every morning when you wake up and the birds are singing. I love that. It's it's the same song. They're singing the same song. They're doing this. But I love it. And I find happiness in that. In the winter, the the birds, I don't know, because I guess climate change, they still sing. They still <laughs> they sing at night. So there's happiness in it. But I think, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you have to create and still see that as a beautiful thing. You have to create and mm. still see that activity as a fun and enjoyable thing. You, if you just start defining it as something that's old or, or taking it for granted, then it doesn't bring you the same kind of happiness or you don't experience the happiness inside of it because it's not new for you. I don't know if that making sense. Kind of. I think moreover, it's just, like you said, like me as a person, I've changed. And like when I was in college, like going out to bars and like drinking and all that stuff, like, I mean, it's still fun, but what really excites me is finding new places to hike like when we go mm-hmm. when we go hike i'm like oh my gosh and granted it's like all the same tree when you think about it, it's all trees and it's green and it's waterfalls but like i find joy and fun in finding new places to hike mm-hmm. so and like that's where that's why i'm like it's difficult because i'm living in the city and like i mean obviously i can go long island and mm-hmm. go upstate and mm-hmm. go out of the state but it would be nice to have more I don't know, just more space and greenery, like more hiking. Cause like I, like I guess the closest hiking place would be long somewhere on Long Island, and that's like maybe forty minutes away or something like that. Or or Newburgh, upstate, um, another forty minutes. Yeah, but I, again, it's. I mean, I mean, even when we were upstate, we went to that waterfall. Mm-hmm. It was about the same time, so thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So like, either way, it's still gonna take some time, I guess, to get places, but. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I've done I've done enough complaining for this episode. It's funny because when you were saying that, I, I was thinking that it's just like in a relationship. Like, you have to keep it fresh. Mm. You have to keep it new. You have to be excited about that thing that excited you before. And it's like, and, and it's all inside of choosing that mm. person, choosing that thing. To, you know what I mean? Oh my so, gosh, yeah, I'm not ready for a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's what life is all about. It's about choosing it, choosing what what is happening choosing what isn't happening and and then moving from that point yeah so moving out of the state and and then you know doing the things there that the state does and then after a while he's like okay now what is you have to choose i mean but the thing about it is i haven't had the opportunity to do that yet or i haven't done that yet i haven't haven't, i haven't moved out and then be like oh crap like it's the same thing again, but I have a feeling, I don't think that will happen, but it could if I maybe am not in the quote unquote right place. I don't know. Right don't place know. mentally? No, right place like... Physically? Yeah, like the actual place. Because like, mm. say like, I don't know, say I got a job and I got a job that pays like a million dollars and it's in Alaska like, I might like it for a minute, but I don't like the cold. So, obviously, I'm not going to like it there. <laughs> like, eventually, I'm not going to like it there. Mm. So, if I, that's, like, not the right place for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done complaining for this episode. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about... Um, so, I've been re-watching One Tree Hill. And this is where, like, I think a lot of the whole idea of the podcast kind of stemmed from of me just kind of sometimes asking you ridiculous questions mm-hmm. the question is is it okay for y- for your best friend to date your ex if you have moved on so okay i'm hearing you say so you are married to someone yes 
you divorce that someone, right? yeah, you'll get a divorce. You have a divorce or whatever. Uh-huh. You get divorced, and then your best friend dates your ex husband or sleeps with your ex husband or makes out with your ex husband. What is it? Okay, it's it's not. It's more like you had you had a boyfriend in high school, and then you grew up. 10 years later, married some other person, had children with them, been together for 10 years or whatever, and then your best friend dates your ex-boyfriend from high school. Is your best friend your best friend now? Or your yeah, best friend, your best, your best friend, friend from now. High so your best friend now dated your boyfriend from high school. Is is dating, yeah. Is dating date, your boyfriend yeah, from high school. Yeah, dating your boyfriend from high school. See, I don't know, it's different with high school, I think. Okay, college. <laughs> I think it's okay. So I have two feelings of two thoughts about this. One is it's funny because today's theme is commitment. What you're committed to. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you are best friends with someone, nine out of 10 times you've told your best friend something about your boyfriend Mm -hmm. or the person that you're dating Mm -hmm. or your girlfriend or whomever it is. So they have an intimate, intimate relationship with or intimate knowledge about that person that you were dating mm-hmm. because you share that with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that like it, it, it really is about what you communicated because if, if, if I didn't care about the person, like I dated them, we had a relationship in college or what a high school or whatever, and it didn't work out. And then that's it. Like I'm still not either friends with them or not friends with them. I'm married and live with, and then you're still my friend now. And you say, "Oh, you know what? I'm dating Steve from high school or whatever." I guess it really will all depend on one our relationship, my friend's relationship. If we if there's the girl code and you just don't do that, we had that conversation or whatever. Or if it's if you're at that place in your life where you're already married and you have a family, then. It's like, whatever, you do you. But I think the conversation has to have been had between you and the friend. But And I say that because I have a real life situation where I have friends who one dated somebody in college. Mm-hmm. Both have been out in other relationships. Mm-hmm. Now the one is dating the one in college and the friend is upset why upset because again they feel like they're brothers they're really close they they it should have been felt like it should have been a conversation that was had prior to they felt like they should have said something to me why because they feel like their relationship as friends, mm. that's something that should have been discussed. Not to say, oh, can I? But this is what I'm doing. It, I shouldn't have to find out on Facebook or mm. I shouldn't find out from Instagram or something like that. And especially if that person meant a lot to me in college mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we were you you know you know that because we've had conversations we've had you you were there when I was dating the person mm-hmm. and then to not speak about it it to this person it means something about the definition of their friendship okay so that's the biggest thing the biggest thing is you feel like not you they mm-hmm. would feel like their friend doesn't trust them enough to tell them information about their relationship with that person i I think it's two things it's that right and mm. then like you said like if that person meant something to you but meant mean right it would they would still mean something to you i think it's more about what i mean to the person or what the uh, for to the friend to the friend i think it's more about the friend is thinking of what about what i meant what i mean to the, the two friends yes. are saying, well, if that person really, you know, was my friend or really loved me. And again, this is something that we make up in our minds right. because we're not communicating with the person. So if the person has said that this doesn't really love me, couldn't have thought about me, didn't think about me by doing this. It's more about that than it is even about the person. Because, again, there are a billion people in the world and the person you had to date was the person that I dated? Yeah. 
I don't know. I think that I think before, as I was thinking back to our conversation when we initially had it was just this was like years ago. I think I mm-hmm. mentioned it, and I'm like, but what if that's like their person? What if they're supposed to like end up with that person? Again, I think for just looking at the real life situation, it's just all about communication. If that person had communicated to the other person what was going on, then the other person wouldn't have had wouldn't have taken what happened to be about them not about because most people if i step on your toe and i don't say i'm sorry yeah i feel like i mean i don't think that's gonna apply here but it does apply because it's about how the person internalizes what happened right so you how how did you internalize dating your ex i'm I, I'm I'm trying to like think about it. Like if I if my friend my I guess my my best friend goes and dates my ex. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I don't know how I would feel about it. I think moreover I would just be like, well obviously one why, and then what does that say about my relationship with her? So right, so then she would think like. That maybe you guys she were could not think. really friends. Right. Or, or that, you know, maybe this is something that's been brewing the whole time that, that I oh, was. Okay. It could be I a whole see. bunch of things. It could okay. be it could be anything. But because there's no communication there, it's going to be whatever she thinks. Mm-hmm. And and vice versa. It'll be whatever I think. So I think in inside of that is most people feel or think that when something happens, it's about them and their relationship as opposed to what really is like again it's been 50 years or it's been 30 right. years you guys haven't spoken i i we we ran into each other and now we're seeing each other right and i'm coming to you it's like oh you know what i ran into to jessica and you know she's single i'm single so we went out to dinner we went out to date mm-hmm. we went whatever it's just inside of a conversation and i think that if that had happened or that happens, then people aren't necessarily, you know, sore or questioning or feeling like it's it's breaking any kind of girl code or bo- or, or man boy code. Mm-hmm. Boy I mean, code. yeah, I guess it depends on the situation, but yeah, I think that if you're married and have kids, right, and it's been like five to ten years that you haven't dated that person. Um, but it is your best friend. So yeah, like if you're it's talking your about, friend. if you're talking about your life daily, obviously you need to tell that person that mm-hmm. that's going on, mm-hmm. but I don't think it should be a problem for them to date. I, 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 I don't think so either, <laughs> but I also think that on I think the one the timing hand, and where you're timing, at in your life. And it also, I think it depends on the person. Cause if that's your love, your first love, your first love is that, you know, that you may not have that first love feeling, but that's still your first love. And I don't know if there's a a, a possessiveness, if there's a whatever inside of it. But I think more of it has to do with you're my best friend and you know that that's my first love. And that's the person maybe that you still maybe have feelings for or pine for that you put to the side because it didn't happen because you're in that you don't you don't right. act on. It could be a whole bunch of things. And I think that's more the problem is not, not in every is, situation, not in every situation, but I think it's more the it's more the problem when you still have feelings for your ex because then that's like okay well you have feelings for your ex like but you're you're you know i mean you always have feelings for like relationships that you've had Mm -hmm. but um it's very interesting because again i've I've had real life situations like this and like in both instances and again this is another situation because the men were upset of course they were. Right, yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's a different situation. It was more about them breaking the um, the code, you know, yeah. the code of friendship or the code, the bond of friendship, the bond of, you know, brotherhood or sisterhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was more about that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that it, because, you know, I'm all about just talking it out. So if, if, if my friends if they had come to him and said that and said you know what was going on and why they were doing it and again hashed out the situation i don't think the person would have been as upset Mm -hmm. and i mean they got over it Mm -hmm. but still it was like it was kind of like a twinge Mm -hmm. a tinge 
like twinge. twinge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's really interesting. Like emotions, connections, relationships. It's like it's very interesting, especially after years being in different places, like I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. It is interesting and it's like I like I was telling you earlier and in, in on the Bible app, the study thing, it talks about, you know, people and connections. And um I'm just going to read like one of the deepest needs God created in us is the need to connect with other people. We are desperately, we all desperately need to feel that somebody can feel what we're feeling and understand what we're thinking. A study by the California Department of Mental Health found that if you're disconnected from other people, you're two to three times more likely to die an early death. You're four times more likely to suffer from emotional burnout. You're five times more likely to suffer clinical depression. And you're 10 times more likely to be hospitalized for an emotional or mental disorder. We need human connections for physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Learning how to connect to people on a heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul level is one of life's most important skills. The first principle for connecting with people is this. Be courageous and take the initiative. Don't wait on somebody else to connect with you. You must take the initiative to, to connect with them. This often takes courage because when we're full of fear and anxiety, we don't get close to each other. In fact, we back off from each other. We're afraid of being rejected, manipulated, hurt, or used. And I just think that there's really interesting as far as in relationships mm-hmm. and, and expectations of relationships and, and definitions of relationships because like that saying that a true friendship, you could not speak for a year and then get on the phone and it's like you have never, or see each other and it's like you've never been apart. Mm-hmm. And because it's about the connection that you made with the person. So it's not necessarily that I have to talk to you every day. I have to see you every day, but it's that deep connection of authenticity, of honesty, of just being real and we're with each other. And I think that when, when we have those kind of relationships, Sometimes it's one sided. Sometimes it takes work on one side on with one person. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll never forget when I was in college, I said I wrote Auntie Tanya and I was like, oh, you know, I feel like you don't have time for me. And Tanya, being who she is, wrote me back and she said, I don't. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I don't have time for you. Step off. It was like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. So if I could have taken it personally and been hurt by it and whatever. But she was like, I, I don't have time. So, but when she did have time and when we were together, it's like we didn't miss a beat. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, it all comes down to exactly what you want and what you're committed to and like being courageous and just making, taking the step, mm-hmm. saying, you know, I miss you, saying, come over, calling people, zooming people, sending cards, whatever it takes to keep that connection. Because if that's what you want, then that's the investment and the time and the intention that you're putting to it. Mm-hmm. And you always, you prayerfully, it'll be reciprocated. So then it'll feel, so you won't feel like, oh, this is off or not. But, and if it's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, um, I don't know. I, we were talking about this before, just about how I, how we view relationships. Mm-hmm. I think we, we, we view them very differently and talking about reciprocity mm-hmm. and I guess, yeah, what's important to you, mm-hmm. what's important to you, who's important to you in your life when and where mm-hmm. and those people change you mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. so you know if you don't want that kind of person or you're no longer that person like for me my best example is like i'm no longer that person that goes to the bars mm-hmm. and i want to go hiking and that's all you want to do like i don't know like that's that's going to change your relationship mm-hmm. what you what you want in life well, I think it'll change your experience with that person. So if, if I want to hike and you want to go to a bar, then we're, we're, not, we're not spending time. Out. Right, exactly. Right? And so then that changes the relationship. It changes the relationship, but it doesn't mean that the relationship has to end. You can still have communication. There's still You can still talk to each other. You can mm-hmm. still, maybe if there's an event that happens, you can show up at the event and you can still have that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. But you just know that we're not hanging out the way we used to hang out because we want to hang out in different circles. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And yeah, I guess th- that's really what it, it what it is is that um I I feel like a lot of people don't 
but may not always like really look into look into their relationships and what they want out of their their friendships and the people in their lives Mm -hmm. and if you want specific things and it's not being provided then like figuring out if that's the relationship you want or not but then, or if you want specific things and it's not being provided, then that person is not the person to provide that for you. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one person can't be your everything. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be your everything. That's too much responsibility on any one person. Mm-hmm. And if you know that, Jessica, if I wanted to go shopping, I know I can call Jessica and she'll be down. Mm-hmm. And I know if Jessica wanted to, if I wanted to go hiking, just Jessica would be down. If I wanted to go to a bar, Jessica ain't gonna go (laughs) Uh or she might not go right but you still extend the invitation and I think that in order to get the friend that you want you have to be the friend that you want Mm -hmm. so in in all of those scenarios you have to say well you know that doesn't work for me but and I'll go this time but next time you know or uh, let's do this first let's go here like a compromise we'll go here let's go hiking and then if you want to have a drink afterwards we can have a drink and then I'm going home Mm -hmm. then you can meet your other friends to stay in the bar all night and hang out so it's just all inside of communication and just just again like I said not everybody can be that person Mm -hmm. that's why we have several different groups of friends Mm -hmm. that's why sometimes it's really funny because when I was younger and planning parties, I was like, okay, I'm, I I will invite this group of friends because I know that they'll get together well, they'll get along well, we have the same interests or whatever. And then if I'm having a different party, it's like a craft party, well, I'm not going to invite this one, that one, the other one because that's not something that they would enjoy. Mm-hmm. They may come to enjoy and hang out, but I know that they won't be participating in that. So I'll ask them and I'll tell them. And just like when I had a games party here, and I'm, I'm going to have one again soon, when I had a games party, I was like, understand, everyone who's coming has to play a game, because mm-hmm. that's what the, this is all about. And I remember Richie said, I don't play games, like, you, if you're coming, you're going to play. And he came and he played, and we all had a good time, but it's just really, like I said, different circles, different friends, but it's all inside of communication, and all all inside of you know, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. It's a give and take. Well, what if you're just giving? Or it, no, what if, yeah, what if you're just giving and it, you don't get to take? It, it comes back to, again, what you're committed to. Just like I was saying to you earlier, there are people I know that I will invite to a party that will always show up. Mm-hmm. Well, I have no doubt will be there. And there are people I know who I'll invite to a party. They ain't coming. Mm-hmm. So they're all, automatically, for me, they're not going to show up. So mm-hmm. there's no expectation, really, about it. And I still invite them because it's about, I want them to be there. That doesn't change. That's what I'm committed to. I'm committed to the people who I want to see to be there. If they don't show up, they don't show up. But I don't take that as a personal thing. I don't take it because I'm doing what I want to do by trying to get us together. Mm-hmm. So if you're kind like I had said before, I'm the type, I'm the person that plans. If I don't plan, then I'm not seeing people. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. because I want to see the people. Mm-hmm. So it's really about what you care about. It comes yeah. down to that. I think it's funny because I'm like the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm always the one who plans, but I don't mind not seeing people. So I don't need to plan anything. <laughs> Isn't mm-hmm. that so interesting? And then what I was saying earlier too about um, like it never changes for you wanting to see that person. But I think for me and maybe a lot of other people, like after them not showing up for 10 years, it's like, okay, I don't really want you to be here. That's because you're making them not show up mean something. But you're making it mean something to you, about you, for you, around you. Mm-hmm. And what actually happens is they didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And if, if I took those instances, then I wouldn't be doing anything with anyone. <laughs> uh-huh. Because... But doesn't that, like... Okay, yeah, I guess making it mean... I don't know, but, the, but wouldn't you want people to show up for you? Of course you? I want them to show up. That's why I invited them. But if they, don't, if they show don't show up, up. I'm not going to take that as, as some an affront to me personally. They didn't show up. And you know what? They missed out. Yeah, but what if, like... 
what if they don't ever show up then they don't ever show up that's, that's not it. on me that's on them and you still consider them your friend because i still want them to come and and and, and again like if i'm if i'm never talking to you mm-hmm. and i and i and i invite you to a party you don't show up then okay fine but if we have conversations and i'm still having my friendship relationship is still going on you just didn't come to my party or you just didn't show up to my event doesn't to me i'm not taking that as them not showing up for me what's your love language um Ag- it's um physical touch fit touch oh, i don't even i can't remember what where, where because they? i mean because um, i know well i know good. well mine one of mine my, one of mine is is well the top one is what is it um acts of service mm-hmm. and I don't think quality, I think quality time is also at the top and not like too up there. Mm -hmm. So like the way that I love is acts of service. And Mm -hmm. if you're not showing up for me. Is that an act of service though? If you, if you, if, okay, so they don't show up for you for your party. Okay. Quality time is important for me as well. But quality time doesn't always have to be a face-to-face. Quality time doesn't always have to be you coming to my party. We could be on a conver- on a phone and have quality time. It's a, it's a, it's about what's be- happening inside that time. That's the quality, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I don't take people... When I was younger, I definitely did. But when if I don't take people not showing up as them not loving me or them not caring about me or them not wanting to be around or them not making whatever the, the, the things that come to mind, they just didn't show up. Mm-hmm. My only request is for you to say, I'm coming or not coming because you know I go I feed the entire army or I go over above and beyond when I do my parties or when I do anything with people. Because mm-hmm. that I get enjoyment out of that. So my request is like, just let me know so I don't, I'm not counting you as a head. Or if I'm paying for dinner at a, at a restaurant, I'm not paying for your plate and then you're not showing. So that's, that's my thing. Like, just be considerate of me in that respect. Mm-hmm. But if you don't come, I'm not taking it as anything other than that you didn't come and that our friendship is that now is in a point of having to be weighed and judged. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Interesting. I guess it it does depend. Like, yeah, if I'm communicating with you, if we, if we like hang out, say we go hiking and we still talk on the phone, we still text, but you can't make it to my party, then that's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But like, if I'm always the one who's reaching out and if I don't reach out to you, we don't talk and I'm always the one inviting you. And if I don't invite you, we don't hang out. Like, to you, that's not a point where it's like, um, what's going on here? No, because my, again, what if the person is just, that's just not who they are. What if they, I don't know how we became friends in the first place, then, but well, because what, what if you were at school and, and school set it up so that you had to be together, right? You had classes together. You're, and then you was like, oh, I'm going to cafeteria. I'm going to eat. Oh, I'll, I'll come with you, whatever. Right. And, but, th- but there's, there has to be some kind of like. Take, take, give and take. I don't know. I just can't. I maybe I'm just at a place, and maybe I need to again learn from you. I can't give, 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 give until I'm like dead. It doesn't bother me. I guess for me, it just because I get enjoyment out of it, and I'm not. I I I guess I'm not giving and doing for it to be received you know reciprocal yeah so i'm just doing because i want to do it because i get enjoyment out of it and it's not a reciprocal kind of thing now if i'm asking you something if i'm requesting something of you and that's when i expect an answer that's when i uh, and, uh, yes or no either way it doesn't matter but that's what i and that's when i expect an answer but for me it's like if you're my friend you're my friend if I call you friend, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, the last two years I've learned the definition of that and how I may apply it to colleagues, and they're not co- they're not friends, they're colleagues. Mm-hmm. But if I call you friend, that's because for me, that's who you are for me, or that's who I am f- to you. Mm-hmm. So inside of that, how you respond is that's on you. 
That has nothing to do with me. Now, if I am constantly, if I'm coming to you and I'm always, always, always giving, as you were using your example, and you're not reciprocating either by responding or by answering, then I'm going to say, okay, what's up? Is everything okay? Like, what's going on? Because I may think it's me, but you might be having a breakdown in your life. Mm-hmm. Something could be going on over there and it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reasons, because I am ultra expressive, People aren't always. Mm -hmm. So if they're not, and if you have to ask them questions or dig it out of them to get to see what's going on. And if it comes out, you know what, Keisha, I really don't like you. Uh It's like, you know what? Okay. I'm, I, I didn't, did I do something? No, I just, I just don't like you. Then I know that's not about me. That's about them. Mm hmm. And I'm like, okay, so then I don't have to be around that situation. I won't put myself in that situation, but just know I still care about you. And if you need anything, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. And what doesn't mean that I won't check in on you in a couple of months, send you a text or seeing how you're doing or what is that? Because that's me. Because like I said to you before, I always feel like, you know, that moment when you don't reach out, the time when you don't reach out, that could be the moment that's life altering. Mm -hmm. And you miss that. You miss that opportunity. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's rough. That's a rough one. I guess for me, really, it all depends on what you, you know, what you stand for and what you are committed to. If you, if if it's about the friendship, it's the friendship, period. Mm -hmm. And then again, if you're constantly getting somebody that's not step, either stepping up Mm -hmm. or reciprocating or calling you back, then it could be, what's going on? Mm Mm-hmm. And they can say to you, I don't have time or I don't want to be bothered. Or I'm still, I'm, you did something to me and, and you didn't realize it. And, and I'm still mad, whatever the situation is. But if, because you're important to me and I want to know, I will then be courageous like the thing said and go, Hey, what's going on mm-hmm. or initiate that. But if you say, Oh, well, I invited you 17 times and you didn't come. So I'm not inviting you anymore. Who are you really hurting? I guess it depends on the place you're in because, like, I like you're important to me, but I want to be important to you too. And who's to say that you're not important to me? But this, the, I don't. You have people who don't know how to communicate. You have people who don't know how to make plans. You like it's it. The thing that just came to mind, like, some people could wear the same shirt and pants every day mm-hmm. for a week and be fine. And for me, I'm like, I, I need variety. I need, <laughs> I need something different. But they could be fine in that. And if I say, okay, I know going out, you're going to wear those certain pants. And I'm, it's fine. Mm-hmm. So if you, you accepting people for exactly how they are and how they aren't. And if I'm a planner, I can't expect people to plan like me. I can't expect people to do that. Because that's, they might not be, that might not be their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. What they're even interested in. But they're interested in, in going yeah, I will go, I'll put my money in, I'll hang out, I'll have a good time. But I, I planning doesn't work for me. You're good at that. Mm-hmm. That's what you enjoy doing. So plan it and I'll show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the communication thing is a huge thing. Um, because, like, again, me as a planner. Um, Got that from me. Yeah. <laughs> you should see her face. <laughs> um, I think what usually happens is, like, okay, my someone will reach. I'm like, oh, I miss you. We should hang out. And then you wait for them to to take the next. Step. Well, I'm just like, okay. Well, you say that all the time, and it it's different because I'm thinking about Chad. Like he'll be like, hey, hi, Chad. Um, he'll be like, and granted, he's a planner too, so mm-hmm. that actually works for both of us because we are we are the planner, so that works for both of us. But you know, I'm thinking about one time he was like, hey, can you plan this? That's like I think different than like hey let uh, I miss you I'm like okay so do something about it like or suggest something or I don't I I don't know like and I've I've had this conversation with a few friends the past couple of years like I need you guys to like plan something or even make a suggestion because, and I will figure it out later because you making them plan it mean what I don't know they that they, they care. yeah that they care care enough to do more than just say hi like if you actually and and even because you know you know you get into that kind of like oh i miss you we should hang out but never actually do anything about it and i'm like okay i've gotten to a point where i'm like okay 
I actually need to hang out with these people. (laughs) I can't just for the next 10 years be like, oh yeah, we should hang out. Like this never going to happen. Like you said, I think you said something about action. One Mm -hmm. of the quotes before was like, okay, something you have to make, put action behind Mm -hmm. it. So I'm like, I'm not going to just say let's hang out and then not actually hang out. Like we have to do something about it if you actually truly feel that way. Well, I think too, what a lot of it is, you know, there's no integrity when people say they're going to do things. That's why people's like, oh, you know, I'll call you this week. Okay, when? Mm, yeah. When are you calling this week? Right. And what time are you calling this week? Right. One, because everybody's life is busy, so you have to first see if you're available at that time. But moreover, when you just leave it very open ended, there's no commitment to it. Right. There's no, so you have when you pin it down. Okay, when are you gonna call me this week and what time? Right. Then you can re- set your life up or whatever around that call, and then that time will be specific to the person and the and the thing. But most people just say things may have well intentions behind it mm-hmm. but if there's no real commitment to the intention then you're just talking right yeah yeah and i i get frustrated by that especially with people that i care about so then again that goes back to the quote about you being take being courageous and taking initiative and if someone says to you and holding them accountable mm-hmm. oh we should hang out Oh, you that we've said that for the last ten times, mm-hmm. and we haven't done that. So let me let's take out our calendar right now. Let's pick a date and time. Mm-hmm. Holding each other accountable for actually doing it. There's my my girlfriend Patrice. Hey Patrice, Pat Rice. We always say we write cards, <laughs> hold terrible friends, and we have set up a date and time mm-hmm. to talk. Now yeah. she hasn't kept it. <laughs> We, we did it a couple of times. She hasn't kept it. But again, I haven't called her either. Right. So it's, it speaks to what, you know, being intentional and, be, and, and and standing in something and doing it. Now, when we speak again in a couple of months, it'll be fine. Yeah. And I don't have an issue with it. But my thing is, like, if you are really intentional about what it is that you want to do, then you set up a date and you set up a time and you go through. Life happens and say, you know what, I'm... I can't do it next Thursday. Let's make another date. Let's make another time. That's how staying in communication and and keeping the relationship or the conversation going. Mm -hmm. But most people go, oh, yeah, I'll call you next week. And it's three months later. (laughs) And then people get mad at that. I'm like, it's three months. I... Because nine out of ten times when you say that, you know you ain't calling. And and the people know that you're not calling. Right, right. So it's more about just really knowing what you want and going after it. And and so what? You have to be the person all the time doing it. If it's something that you want. Right. And But for me, like I was saying before, too, it's like I get to a point where I'm like, I don't want this anymore. You don't want to do the work. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that doesn't happen for you. Because, no, because again... It's what I'm committed to. It's what I'm... If I'm committed to being friendly with that person or talking to that person, then I'm going to call the person. Because, you know, we had a call. I have I have several <laughs> calls set up with people. I know. Yeah, me too. And, I, like, you know, it's Wednesday or, you know, it's Friday or, you know, whatever. And, and, and if I don't call in the day, the next day I'm like, we were supposed to talk yesterday or, or maybe even not even mention it. Just call them and say, hey, girl, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because it's about talk. It's about my love or my friendship or my whatever with that person. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't get <laughs> tired. Unless yeah. I get tired. You know, but and, that never happens for but, you. But because, again, it's a choice. Because my whole thing is, like, life is so incredibly short. It re- it, it is, it's mind-boggling mm-hmm. how short it is mm-hmm. and how fast it goes and how literally you could see and talk to somebody earlier today and tomorrow they're not here. Mm-hmm. That's real. Mm-hmm. And to know that I would rather stand in, well, they ain't calling me, so I'm not calling them, or they don't make plans to see me, so I'm not going to see them over the fact that they are no longer here to be able to see or speak to. Yeah, I don't want that. Mm. Not for me. Mm-hmm. That's painful for me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just say, you know, all right, you didn't call. I want to talk to you. I'm calling you. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a card. I'll send you a meme. I'll send you something on Facebook. I love sending meme messages. I love those things. <laughs> so, yeah, because for 
for me, it's about the relationship. It's not about who makes the the the, the first move. Mm. Interesting. Definitely things to ponder on. I don't think I'm there though. And that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I I mean, because just now I just thought about Uncle Mike because he always just sends random stuff. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mike, Uncle Mike. Like yes, he just says, and I, I love it too. I really love it, and I appreciate it, mm-hmm. and like, it's great. And you think, cause, and I sometimes I don't respond. I look at him, I laugh. Yeah, I'll, I make sure I'll send a sometimes. Sometimes I write back. Sometimes I'll send a meme. Sometimes I don't say anything, and then right. a couple of days are. But it, it doesn't phase him because he's right. doing it because he wants to. Because right. he loves us and he wants to share those things with us. And 100%. that's what's up. Yeah, I guess I have to work towards that. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I mean, I guess with some people, but not really. Um, but, and then, like I was saying, too, like, I don't know. I like being by myself. I like being alone. Until you don't want to be. Right. And that's, like, it's literally, like, every two weeks. Like, I <laughs> like being alone for two weeks, and then, like, I like to go out, and then I like to be alone for two weeks. <laughs> like, literally, like, that's how it is. And it's it's weird because it's... I really don't think I do it on purpose. Like, I'm not trying to, like, not mm. hang out with people, mm-hmm. but, or talk to people. It just takes a lot out of me, honestly. It takes a lot for me to, like, have a conversation, be on the phone, sometimes even to respond to text messages, and I have to force myself to do it. Mm. So, I don't know. I think, I think, I think again with us being such different people a good good having the podcast and talking about this stuff because yeah i'm on the 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 other end of that i guess the other the opposite spectrum of like i i don't know i just i don't have the energy for that I guess for me, like, and even in hearing that and, and there's nothing wrong with right, that. right 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 yeah with that because when people are texting you and calling you and writing you and if they if you respond or don't respond or you don't respond right away they've not said anything to you about it so they must be okay with it or understand that that's who you are how you are and it's not a problem for them yeah i mean it doesn't again like i force myself to respond to people so it usually doesn't it usually doesn't you know go longer than a couple days Mm mm-hmm because I make myself do that. Mm-hmm. But not that it really would. You know, I mean, Zach called me two weeks ago. I didn't and I didn't call him back until this week. Mm-hmm. But that was, my excuse was, like, we were upstate. I was just, like, mm-hmm. whatever, vacation kind of thing. But usually, like, I, I make myself respond to people. And that just goes back to, you know, be the type of friend that you want to have. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I always say, because I have on my phone um, my read receipts, right? Mm-hmm. And and my thing is like, if you read it, even if you say I don't have time to respond to this, right? Or I'll respond to this in a minute, or hold on, I'll be. That to me, it it's a response. But for you to read it and not say anything, that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, like respond. I mean, I, I always use this analogy. You all, you you always will tell a dog you're going to kick it before you kick it or you're going to hit it before you hit it. But do you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Mo- well, I can't say I would like to ask the, the pet owners, but for the most part, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to beat you. Or I'm, I'm going to spank you, whatever yeah. it is before you do it. So if you're seeing my text. Don't not respond. They say, you know, busy. And I mean, I even have them already set up in my phone. So if I can't respond right away, I just click that button. Mm-hmm. So this way, just acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledge the receipt of it. Mm-hmm. And and granted, sometimes you're busy or sometimes you can't get to it. And I know sometimes you will open up a text and then your forget, mind is going yeah. to forget about it. That's one thing. And I'm really good. And Timothy shut up about writing um, <laughs> a text in a in the body of the thing and not pressing send, uh-huh. and then wondering why why didn't they respond? They didn't respond because they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So I usually end up sending the old text with, "Oops, I thought I sent this." Yeah. So it, it's just again just coming back to being the type, you know, be be the type of friend that you want to have, you know, because the whole kind of energy what you put out there is what you receive. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something to definitely ponder on mm-hmm. and think about. 
so I have two quotes this week. Um, and I think it's similar to, to things that we're talking about. And one is by Erica Young, J-O-N-G. And it says, you take your life in your own hands and what happens? A terrible thing. No one to blame. Mm -hmm. That I really like that. (laughs) And the other one is challenges are what make life interesting and overcoming them is what make life meaningful. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're both good, but yeah. I like that one. So challenging yourself to not give up on people mm-hmm. and, and not blaming anyone <laughs> for what happens in life, for what happens in life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take your own life in your hands and you make the choices and do the things, you can't blame anybody mm-hmm. but you. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks guys for listening. Thank you for listening always. Um, we are switching our recording days to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So there won't be uploads on Friday. Yeah, no uploads on Friday anymore. We'll be on Sunday now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are trying not to like life get in the way of things. So we should be recording every week now yes, my looking at me because i'm like are we gonna do the podcast are we gonna do the podcast are we gonna do the podcast i mean life is 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 life but i enjoy this and i think our followers that are following us enjoy it as well so mm-hmm. yeah follow us on instagram at yty podcast will uh where you can stay up to date with us you can message us on topics what you would like to hear from us and our email address is also on the Instagram. I said the last episode, I was thinking about making a Facebook page. I have not done that yet, but when I do, I will let you know. Um, for now, just follow us on Instagram, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And thank you, Crystal Dawn, for the um, suggestion. I'll, we have to talk because I'm not really sure what you meant about what your suggestion was. <laughs> but please, <laughs> if you have suggestions, send them. Comments, comments how we could do better what we could talk what about like, what you don't like structure what, you, what we said what we didn't say the sound of our voices anything everything <laughs> thank you thank, thank you, you have all. a good week talk to you soon bye bye